Welcome to the Life Behind Bars podcast with your host out of Toronto, Canada, Joe Hall. Amateur motocross and Harley stunt rider bringing you behind the scenes of the number one Canadian bike life podcast. Talking all things bike life, Harley stunt riding, events, rallies, interviews, relationships, and so much more. So grab some gears. We're going for a ride. All right, welcome back to the Life Behind Bars podcast, guys. Got a rather interesting episode for you here today. Let's um, go. Let's go. Got my co-hosts with me, uh, Alex, Jin, Joe. What up? What's what going on? How's everyone doing? Good, man. Good. Dude, it's Good. so nuts that we're using this mic, too, because you can hear everything now it's it's awesome yeah you like, like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right back, back to business <laughs> dope um yeah so the topic wait, 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 of today wait, wait. Huh. yeah there we, go. there we go i needed that sorry cheers buddy yeah. cheers bud there we go, now we got cheers boys <laughs> cheers buddy <laughs> all right you guys finished now yeah we're good <laughs> all right okay oh, so we'll get back oh, to it here um, before we get started with the uh, the content of this this podcast here, um, we've got a an official announcement to make about the, uh, the new four man team we've got going here. What's the announcement, Pat? Come on, man, give us the details. Well, I kind of just said it there, didn't I? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> um, give us the details, well, Pat. We realized that the 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 smartest move to make is to uh, to make this a four man team and and really attack it from all corners. Like, I mean, I I started this back in February. Um, and it's kind of, you know, the response that I got from the community is absolutely amazing. I'm, I was super stoked, but realized really quickly it was something that me and, you know, I had Shin come on as a co-host with me originally and some, something that we definitely couldn't tackle alone. Uh, Alex, uh, you know, you guys got the intro uh, on our Daytona podcast, but me and Alex met through Pat and, uh, you know, I, I really wanted to bring them on. Uh, we vibed huge down in our Daytona um, trip. Um super cool guys uh and we all kind of had the same vision well it all just worked man yeah like we we realized it's not very often you do a trip like that and everyone gets along so uh no it was bad advantage of it yeah no we all vibed together so we decided to make this kind of a four-man team and now we're i mean i, I don't think i don't see how it was how it'd be possible without this really 100 percent. yeah you nailed it man i think i think all of us match really well together and i, I think that's uh Man, we're like, we're like... The A-team, man. Yeah, the A-team. We all bring something special <laughs> yeah, to, the, to the table. Yeah, we got pumping out some good shit for you guys, so... Alright, can we uh, take a second to talk about this freaking sweet ride we did last weekend? Yeah, what a turnout, man. Like, huge, huge response from the community. Like, so surprising. 450 bikes, it was... <laughs> fucking crazy, it was man. Insane. They just kept pouring in. I didn't know how we were going to do it. So I talked to, I talked to the... Uh, the, uh, the owner of the Biker Boys who runs our page. Uh, so we had a hundred and something like 60 responses to the, uh, to the invite list. Uh, estimated 220 guys were going to come out. <laughs> Double that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't count that high, man. No. I can't count that high. <laughs> it was bigger than Blocko, which whoever you know has been to a Blocko ride, it's one of the biggest events of the year. But like it, it was almost double the size of Blocko. Which was insane. Yo, and I gotta tell you, like, man, so I was riding at the front taking some of the, the media shots and stuff for us and the team, and, like, I'm sitting on top of my truck, <clears throat> looking behind me down the highway at, like, 400 fucking motorcycles. Yeah. That is the coolest 
thing you can fucking imagine, man. Like, yeah. it was so fucking dope. So, put on by the Biker Boys. Huge involvement from the riding clubs that we have here in the GTA. Wouldn't have happened without them. Boss took a huge initiative for Beyond Our Streets. They, uh, they ended up blocking the ride, so it's super cool. Um, it was just badass that it was done for, you know, <clears throat> we didn't think we were going to have a ride this year. And then all of a sudden, the community rallied. Um, you know, huge shout out to the biker boys for taking the initiative, but they were like, fuck it. Like, let's put on a, a sick ride that's going to do good for the community, bring everyone together and kind of just, you know, fuck all this negative shit about yo, COVID. Yeah, bro, <laughs> like, yo, exactly. And that being said, like, obviously shout out to all the clubs. And I think like, shout out to the riders too. I mean, like we got through this ride, massive amount of people and no one got no one got hurt. No one yeah. got injured, right? So, like, that's yeah. that's huge, too. And yeah. we got some good recognition from the, the news. Like, yeah. global news. I mean, CTV, like, we, you know what I mean? How depicted. often is it that we get a positive spin on, yeah. on, on the stuff that we do? So that was, just, yeah. like, the biggest thing. It was, yeah. like, we're always in the fucking news for tearing up the streets, doing wheelies, like, Rot 6 two years ago. All the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now, like, it was a kind of a, a moment in history, almost, for the GT, for the GTA bike community, because for once, we're in the news in a positive way. Um, and, you know, not only on CBC, we're on CBC, CTV, City News. Bro, it was everywhere. Global, like, everywhere. Global, yeah. like, it was, yeah. it was all, so if you were, I mean, I'm sure everyone kind of got a taste of it, but it was, in, it was dope. It was insane. Huge shout out to everyone who was involved. Um, again, big shout out to all the RCs. Wouldn't have happened without you. Yo, check out the video on YouTube too, by the way. We did a yeah, sick recap fuck. of that ride. Check it out on YouTube. It's fucking dope. It's like 90 seconds. Yeah. It's totally worth it, man. Short check and sweet, out. but definitely like it's an inside look as to like how many bikes were there. The highway shot was dumb. The drone footage the drone is, footage is, is unreal. Yeah, yeah. no, it came, oh, out, came out super sick. Really happy. Um, Coming events, there's not really too much going on. There's been isolations. Uh, Alex, we have, I think it's Luminescence. Luminescence, And then what else? There was uh, Luminescence. Blocko as well. Blocko. um, Just the biggest event of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, just wanted to keep you guys in the loop. Blocko is officially canceled. Luminescence is officially canceled. And um, for all of you Harley guys out there who have been to a Freedom Machine event in the past, Freedom Machine, unfortunately, Pat, I know this is depressing for yeah, us. That, that, that one really hurt. <laughs> I, was, I was looking forward to As it. much as I yeah, love bro, my first time too, man. I, I was like, fuck, As much as I love all these events, man, um, Freedom is my favorite. One of without the reasons it, we bought Harleys. Absolutely. So, I think I mean, we just looked at each other at the end of that weekend and it was done. Yeah. But so. um, that, that was a big letdown for me. But uh, there are still some things coming up in the community um, given that, you know, a lot of stuff's canceled. There are some things to look forward to. I don't think July's right off yet. I really don't. Uh, it's don't not for us to say. I don't think it's for us to say. But... Well, I mean, in my personal opinion, I really don't think July... Like, I, I, I get mixed sides from all people. I'm sure you guys have heard the same shit. There's some people yeah, think that yeah. this event's going to be happening in July. Some people don't. I mean, again, it's yeah, it's up in the air, but I'm I'm hopeful. Pat doesn't want to miss the Bieber concert. That's the reason. Why I, <laughs> I didn't know there was a Bieber concert. <laughs> what is this? I bought us tickets. What are you talking about? Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so what, so what, what's one of the rides that is, is actually happening? I think Hog reached out to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Harley's owner group reached out to us. Um, they're, uh, for all of you who don't know Harley's owner group, they're like probably one of the biggest Harley riding clubs there is in the world. Riding um, clubs in general. Yeah, you know, are, you get yeah. perks for hotels, traveling and stuff. Really Insurance cool. Insurance rates, everything. Yeah. I don't want to speak on it too much cause I'm not you know, entirely educated on, on what they have to offer, but all I know is they're fucking massive. Um, and they're putting on a ride, 
Um, you can check out their website for any details on that, but we're going to, you know, I think we're going to show face, right? Yeah. No, we're going to cover the chapter, right? Uh, come out, show face at the ride. Um, it's for a good cause. Obviously all the donations are going to, uh, uh, the COVID-19 fund. So, um, want to support everyone in this community as this is what the podcast is all about. Right boys? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I mean, as we know, Everyone has been affected by COVID in some way, shape, or form. So what we tried to do for this episode is get the opinion of some local business owners. And um, oh, how did it go, guys? Really well, man. Yeah, honestly, like it was, it was really good to get some perspective of actual business owners in the industry dealing with this troubling time, right? So yeah, it's more community this way. It feels like we're we're getting kind of like that granular information. We know what's happening from a community level. 100% and from reliable sources too right 100%. so that's a big one man yeah. these guys are busy i mean it's like i mean you're going to hear the stuff in the interviews but you know like they're finding ways to adapt and move forward with their businesses and it's cool to be able to hear that and kind of like learn what they're doing too right exactly and that's that's kind of the one thing we're aiming with the podcast is is representing guys that are reliable and and give good work and exactly. and, and represent the community well and exactly. and i think we did that really well with yeah, these interviews i think these guys offer some valuable insight into to what's going on definitely yeah we had a huge like variety. We went from everyone from you know gear like fast mass sells tons of you know motorcycle apparel apparel gear mm-hmm. yeah um, you know f- shops to the service side of things yeah. Yeah, yeah and then kind of like adding the cherry on top with going all out and tuning your bike like you yeah. know and and kind of hearing everyone's perspective um, from and all club the- level dude yeah club level's huge man it's yeah. crazy to know that kind of stuff again you're on the streets they actually know what's going on. Yeah, so super badass interviews coming your way. Super stoked to to play these for you guys. And uh, I mean, I know uh, Pat. You know, you weren't present for some of the interviews. Alex, you were. You you know, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought that was gonna be good. Yeah, really, it's all right. Crack that beer right uh, there. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him like, should I do it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, do it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flowing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so who did we talk to? To uh, Speed Lab, we talked to Fast Mask. We talked to, again, as you said, on the club level, we talked to Beyond Our Streets RC, super cool. Uh, and we talked to Corsa Mechanica, mm-hmm. a huge variety. Um, kind of gets you from... All the way from the club level, shop level, to all the extras. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so for our first interview, we had a conversation with Matt from Speed Lab. And uh, here's the clip. All right, what's up, listeners? It's Alex here with the Life Behind Bars podcast on site at Speed Lab in Newmarket with, uh, with Matt here. Matt, hello. How are you? Great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks. Uh, thanks for taking the time to sit down with us. We really appreciate it. Um, for your listeners, just so you guys know, we were on site today with... Uh, with my Jixer, my 09 Jixer, and uh, buddy's 08R6, and uh, had a had a good time on the on the on the dyno, made some good numbers and stuff. If you guys are following the uh, page today, you would have seen some some numbers. We're going to put together some media for you to view as well. Uh, but overall, good day. So uh, while we're here with Matt, we wanted to talk to him a little bit about uh, the main point of this podcast today, which is in relation to to COVID and how it's affected the industry. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, if you don't mind, maybe giving us a little bit of a background on Speed Lab and tell us about what you guys do. We tune motorcycles, um, almost exclusively just tune motorcycles. We've got a we've got a little bit of a different background in regards to how to tune and what we do. Um, myself personally, I've been around motorcycles for the past 16, 17 years. Worked at various shops, worked at various dealerships. Um, working on bikes and tuning has always just been a always been a hobby of mine, just a passion. 
uh, it's kind of transpired into a business now. Cool. And, uh, you know, really like the community out here, so I try to do what I can. Awesome. Awesome. When did you guys open up? Uh, officially in our own shop. Uh, we've been sitting here for about two years in a, mm. in a shop space. Prior to that, I had a full mobile setup. Um, I ran the mobile setup for about a year. Kind of getting name out there, a um, little bit of publicity, mm. gathering a bit of a following and, uh, and working mobile shop to shop. Awesome. Awesome. So for any Harley guys out there, just so you know, uh, Matt is uh, a pro at tuning Harleys. He's uh, out, of, out of every five bikes that come in here, four of them are Harleys. So any Harley guys out there that want to uh, check out a place, come check out Speed Lab for sure. Awesome. Um, so again, the main point of the podcast was kind of to talk a little bit about COVID-19 and how it's affected your business. Um, you know, obviously we've seen some changes in the industry and stuff and some businesses have had to adapt in order to kind of for sure. adjust to that. Sure. So, um, if you don't mind kind of telling us your experience with, with, with COVID and how it kind of affected your business and then if it did at all, and then, uh, you know, what you had to do to adapt or, or to connect with your, uh, your buyers. You know, with, with the company being three years old, we're coming up on fourth year now. So with the company being three and a half, almost four years old. It, it, I'll still call it in its infancy. You know what I mean? Um, we're we're gathering a good following here in the GTA. So, yes, it has affected me. Um, it has affected us for sure. It's affected us, unfortunately, in that some people who had planned to get their bikes worked on and whatnot have run into some situations where, you know, maybe it's not the best time for them or, or uh, they shouldn't be doing it right now with job uncertainty. Um, but on the other hand, with the exponential growth we see year by year, we've actually been able to retain the same amount of business each year, maybe if not a little bit more this year. Um, I do feel that uh, with this whole virus thing, it gives a lot of people a lot of time to sit back and stare at the motorcycle. You know, mm -hmm. they can sit there in the garage and wonder what they want to do. And uh, tuning is definitely a good option. For sure. For sure. Fully agree with that. Um, so just to kind of to, to wrap up a little bit here, what's a... Uh, how do you envision this season kind of going for us? How do you how do you see uh, you know the rest of the season? What do you think the impact is going to be? And uh, when do you kind of see us or anticipate us getting back on our feet? You know, I, I don't I don't really I don't really think we're going to be overly affected when it comes to the actual the actual enjoyment of riding. Um, I do think that this this virus has brought on a new a new way of life. I guess for the next couple of years, I do think it is going to change things permanently for the future. Um, I, I think I think it's actually going to bring community together. At least more people are going to actually be out actively riding. Mm -hmm. um, people have a lot of time actually now to spend and to spend with each other and uh, and their machines and figure things out. You know, riding is a riding is an awesome awesome group activity. Obviously, everybody knows. Mm -hmm. And um, interaction within within groups and clubs is fantastic right now. You know, it's a good it's a good social experience. Great. So I don't I don't really think it's uh, I don't really think it's going to take a toll. If anything, maybe it's bringing things closer together. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. And uh, I agree with you. you know, I was saying to you earlier, like, I was out for a ride on the weekend and I, I felt like I'd never seen so many bikes out. You yeah. know, and I think no, it's it's because true. It's people true. are actually looking at their, their bikes and going like, you know what, I really did love yeah. riding. Yeah. What am yeah, I doing? Yeah. I need to get back out there, right? So, it's, kind of, it's kind of revitalized a uh, revitalized love for something you, that you don't realize or you take for granted when it comes to time. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so for the listeners that are out there that want to check out Speed Lab, um, let us know or yeah, let them know where they can get uh, in touch with you. Uh, Instagram, speedlab.ca. Website, speedlab.ca. Any questions or inquiries, info at speedlab.ca. Awesome. Um, yeah, or just ask around. I mean, we've got a really, really good uh, word of mouth following and uh, we like working with anybody. Definitely. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate You're it. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So what are your thoughts on that, guys? Dude, first of all, I mean guy like natural we even said it we're like man you, you got to come on the podcast like for real in, in person because he's such a natural but oh, yeah 
to the points. Yeah. He, I mean, he, I think he's dead on. I think, like, having a positive spin on it, I mean, the communication that he gave us was so, like, genuine. And, like, you can tell, like, he cares about the community, you know? Like, he talked about how long he's been in it for. It's like, he, he gets it. You know, yeah, he gets it. 100%. And I think the fact that, he, like, even the point that he made about the tunes, it being the rideability, not just making your bike fast, like, 100%. that was that was huge. Um, Jin, any comments? Yeah, I think that that main point really separates him from other people in the industry, is that he's all about the rider, and it's because he rides, and he has that perspective of where he wants to go, and he's yeah. taking his business, business in that direction, and... I think I loved how he threw a positive twist on how, like, sure. he, riding hasn't gone away. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you guys still have your bikes, and yeah, they're yeah. still in the garage, and, you know, life yeah. has changed, but we all use riding as an escape, and but I feel He's like absolutely right with what he said about, about seeing bikes on the road. I mean, people are still out there, still getting it done, right? It may not be to the same extent yeah, as, as a regular time, season, man. But, it, but people are still out there, man. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, I see tons of bikes on the road. Now's the time, yeah. dude. 100%. Now's the time. Yeah. So big shout out to Speed Lab for for doing the interview. It was a it was a badass day too. I mean, we kicked it with them. We had some pizza, crushed a bit of beer, tuned some bikes, got yeah. some mad. Man, you I'm, know, I'm dying. Yeah, to, some... I'm dying to see this dyno, okay? Because like the, there's nothing that gets me more excited than an internal combustion engine under full load. <laughs> and I know, like, that sounds a bit goofy, but man, yeah. just to hear that 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 power curve, I'm. I had a bit of FOMO, to be honest with you yeah, guys, and yeah. I wasn't there with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, super, super happy to hear what he had to say. And yo, Matt, I know you're listening right now, bro. The ZX10. Let's talk about it, man. I want that bike, bro. Yeah, I, I want that, that fucking you're bike. To fight bro. me for it. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So the next uh, interview that we did was with uh, a local motorcycle apparel creator and innovator, and uh, it was Alan from Fastmas. So let's jump into it. Let's hear it. All right, so we're here with uh, Alan from Fast Mask uh, here on site at uh, his new undisclosed location. Um, we had a couple questions for him um, as this theme of the podcast is as uh, motorcycle businesses and how they've been affected, how they're adapting to uh, to the COVID virus. Um, and so we we stopped by to ask Alan a couple questions here. First off, Alan, can you tell us a bit about Fast Mask, what it's all about, how it started? Just give us a little bit of a background with the company. Sure. Um, I guess the best way to describe Fast Mask is as a motorcycle lifestyle brand, more than anything. Um, we started off with one original product, which was our Fast Masks. Um, so these are tubular bandanas. And, you know, the reason why I started the company, first off, was because of a bad experience with another provider, someone else who had the similar type product and uh, was just a really terrible customer service experience. So speaking with some of my friends, they also had the exact same similar experience with the same company. So I decided to start my own brand, did some research, investigated it, and decided to launch it. So from there, because I am a rider and I enjoy, you know, I mean, being out on the bike, I wanted to do something different and new with uh, gloves. So we started our sublimation line of gloves, which are, you know, I mean, a lot of people know us for the paisley prints or bandana prints on top of the gloves. We've expanded from that and now have all sorts of different designs. We've gone through three iterations of the palm of the glove, each time making it safer in order to make it more durable to ensure not only does it look cool, but it's also good and will hold up under the slide, which is most important. And then we've kind of branched off as well into a little bit of apparel. So at the end of the day, like I said, all around motorcycle lifestyle brand is probably the best way to classify us. 
Awesome, sick. Yeah, and I think uh, looking around Toronto, it's hard to find a, a rider not wearing gloves or a, or a fast mask at an event. It's pretty cool that uh, it's blown up this big in the last couple of years. So congratulations on that. That's huge. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so can you just talk to us a little bit about how this COVID-19 virus has affected the business in general and, and you know any way that you've had to adapt uh, moving forward? Yeah, so for us, COVID actually hasn't hurt our business. Um, if anything, I would believe it strengthened our business and our brand. Um, the reason why I say that is predominantly most of our business is done in the United States. Um, in the States, there's a lot of cities, states, towns that have mandated facial coverings. Now, you know, we don't go out there and promote, you know, I mean, fast mask as a COVID protection device at all because that's not what it is, but it can be used as a facial covering. Right. And that's, you know, I mean, scientists have said that that helps spread if you have it, if you were to get COVID without knowing it. You know, I mean, that's going to help you from infecting others, which is fantastic. So with that and then at the same point in time, we did some changes in our advertising. Um, it's really spiked us. You know, we've gone from doing uh, 400 to 600 orders a month to now doing, you know, I mean, 5000 plus orders a month. So. How would you anticipate this ride, this riding season going for all riders in Canada? And do you think this is going to have a significant impact on our season? I think season-wise, uh, it's not going to impact people's riding season so much. You know, I mean, for the most part, motorcycle riding is a solo activity. Where it's going to affect things is in the charity rides that are normally done. So a lot of the, you know, things like Ride for Sick Kids, Ride for Dad, uh, different events put on by different bike clubs, these types of things. That's where you're going to see potentially a lot of problems. However, at the same point in time, if people are able to keep social distance in, in effect and then also use things like fast masks or some sort of masks in order to keep themselves from spreading anything that they may have or from ingesting anything from someone else, then it shouldn't really do a lot of you know, I mean, damage to the riding season. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree 100%. So with the best places to kind of find out more information about us, obviously, number one, our website, www.fastmass.com, but also our social media channels. We're pretty active on Instagram, active on Facebook as well. And if you search Fast Mask on either one of those, F-A-S-T-M-A-S-K, you'll be able to see a lot of different things of not only what we're doing, but we also like to share a lot of customers' pictures. So if you ever buy a product from us, feel free to tag us. We'll be more than happy to repost you know, anything that you put out there. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time to, to sit down and, and, and talk with us today. It's been a huge insight as to uh, how small businesses are coping with this. And uh, it's great to hear that, you know, you're doing so well and having a local Canadian business that's making these huge, big moves in the motorcycle scene in Canada and not even in Canada, but just worldwide um, is, is huge. So congratulations and thanks again for your time. Yeah, thanks for that. And thanks for coming in and uh, speaking with me. Cheers. Wow. So... Really dope to kind of hear a completely different perspective. Super interesting. Uh, yes, yeah, man, no, for sure. Um, I think it's just cool that the, the community was able to benefit from this too, you know, like it extends outside of, of motorcycle riding, you know? 100%. Yeah, like Alan said, um, his business has grown exponentially during this thing. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was a bit of an unforeseen thing for him. And, um, no, I don't think you could have predicted that, but it worked out for him for the better, which is awesome. So Yeah, and it's just a testament to show like when you have a great product and uh, you're in an, an industry where you're an innovator and, and a creator of, of these types of products, like you can excel in these types Absolutely. of situations. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah, so our next interview, um, we've talked about this writing group a bunch of 
times on the podcast and it's it's beyond our streets and we actually got a chance to interview their vice president which was jay and uh let's jump to that clip and see what he said no let's do it Hey guys, back again at the Life Behind Bars podcast. We're here with uh, Jay. Um, he's a representative from one of the local riding clubs here that we have in the GTA. Um, we wanted to give you guys kind of an inside look as to um, hear kind of firsthand from, from one of these guys who's you know involved with a riding club or a motorcycle club and, and can kind of give you a little bit of insight as to how they're dealing with the virus and how it's affected them. Um, so just first off, I wanted to introduce Jay and let him give you guys a little bit of background about what uh, Beyond Our Streets is, um, how it kind of got started, and just kind of give us a little bit of background. So Jay, I'll let you take it take it away. All right, so I'm uh, Vice President of Beyond Our Streets, um, you can also known as Boss RC. Um, when we first got together, uh, just the originals, we wanted to form something that's different. We wanted to create something that kind of stands out in the bike community, and um, so we created Boss. The first thing that we wanted to create was a family. Um, Boss is, you know, Boss was formed with um, three guys and three girls on the board, right? Um, probably the first bike crew that I know of that had the first female vice president in the GTA. Um, Community work is something that we really focus on too. And uh, the last cornerstone is uh, just changing negative stigmas. Um, we realize that a lot of people in the bike community are out there and we have a really bad image um, in the general public. And, um, you know, Boss wanted to go out there and change that image and, and try to create a better and more accurate slash positive outlook on what the bike scene is really about. Awesome. That's sick, man. I, I, uh, all good stuff. I mean, it's something that the community definitely needs, and I'm, I'm super glad to be uh, to be a part of it and have you guys supporting our podcast. And uh, I know that you guys, you know, Boss puts on some of the most badass rides of the year. Um, and not only that, but they give a huge amount back to the community. So um, thanks a lot, Jay, for the insight, and thanks for telling us about who you guys are and what you represent. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how COVID... 19 has affected you guys as a club, but um, also how you're looking to adapt uh, with the riding season coming up. The impact of COVID has been pretty dramatic on, I think, the bike community as a whole. If anyone's a part of the bike community, you realize that we have events every um, every weekend. There's a bike event from a different club and whatnot, and uh, everyone gets out there, shows support to each other, different clubs, different events and whatnot. So I think the effect of COVID thus far has been pretty um, extensive in terms of every event has been postponed or canceled. Um, you know, even something as huge as Biker Boys Blocko, um, which is probably the biggest, large, the biggest bike event in the GTA, has been canceled this year, right? So the impact has been pretty dramatic. We already have a compressed season within which, you know, we, we have to ride. And... Um, this is just shortening that time period even more and uh, just from a cost standpoint from a club standpoint organizational standpoint you know less time just means you know less time to do what we love and put together events and things that we want to do going forward one of the blessings about um, having a motorcycle within COVID is that 
you know, we can individually go out there and write and, and, and be able to get a release, you know, um, from the stress and from the agonies of just having to be isolated, right? Um, there's a lot of people that are stuck at home and they don't have that outlet, right? Um, we have that outlet. And um, it's been, to be honest, a lot of bikers that I know, it's been a, a blessing to them just to be able to get out there and get some fresh air and, and still, in a sense, do what we love, right? Um, I know people that have gone together maintaining their social distance and uh, gone together in small groups and gone out for rides and, you know, um, it's been, it's been, yeah, overall, just having a bike, having a, a community like this has been a pretty, pretty blessing um, within the, within this uh, pandemic. Yeah, I think we're lucky for sure. Um, and then moving forward, just so everyone knows where to get involved or if they, if there's a ride coming up, uh, they want to get more involved with the club or see what you guys are doing. What's kind of the best way for everyone to know what's going on with Beyond Our Streets RC? Well, you can definitely find us online. You can check us our, uh, check out our website at uh, beyondourstreets.com. Um, you know, we got some pictures and stuff up there with our members, you know, some bios about what we're about and whatnot. It's definitely um, a good um, medium to reach out on. Uh, with, you know, our Instagram, you know, you can reach us at BOSRC. You know, you can always message us on there if you have any questions or whatnot, or you could just search us up on Facebook and, uh, yeah, reach out there too if you like and uh, go from there. Seeing these guys on the road, they're some of the nicest people you will ever meet in the bike community. They're very approachable. So if you ever see someone with a Beyond Our Street sticker on their bike or hanging out in the parking lot, by all means, walk up to them, introduce yourself. Um, definitely uh, some guys that I would highly recommend to get involved with if you're a new rider in the scene. Um, thanks, Jay, for all your time today. That was that was awesome. Gives, I think, everybody a really good insight from, from the from the club perspective um, as far as COVID-19 and the riding community. So thanks for your time today, and really appreciate you being here. You guys are most welcome. Thanks for having me. Cheers. So awesome kind of perspective for all of you guys who – you know, haven't necessarily been around the motorcycle, um, you know, club scene or riding club or even motorcycle club scene to having a vice president and hear his, you know, perspective on everything is pretty cool. I also think that he kind of hit home with with a, a solid point in that we, you know, as riders all uh, benefit from having the ability to get out um, and use our bikes as an escape. Um, yeah, we got a great advantage over the average person that, you know, there, a lot of them can't do their hobbies right now and, and they're restricted to their own homes and you know what, we can throw a helmet on and, and, and do what we do best, right? So we should take advantage of it. Yeah, we still have access to that escape that we, uh, that we seek. And our last conversation was with George from uh, Course of Mechanica. Shout out to George. Thanks again for your time, brother. What's up, guys? We're here live with George at Course of Mechanica in Concord, Ontario. Uh, George, thanks for having us here, man. Uh, why don't you fill everyone in on what Course is all about? So I'm George Rufalo. I'm the president of Course of Mechanica, Inc. We're located at 34 Futurity Gate in Concord, Ontario, www.courseofmechanica.com. Myself, Carlo, Chopper, Andrea, Adam, Matthew, there's a few good people that, re that work with us here. You know, we're, we're, we're pretty lucky to, to build a bit of a team. Okay, George, so tell us what the fuck Corsa is actually about. So the store always started with selling premium Italian motorcycles and products. Even though it was smaller on scale, but it was always sick shit. I tried, right? I tried. If you wanted this, you had to have this. You, could, you can't go into a whole Renfrew and buy a nice suit and leave with a pair of Nikes. You know what I mean? Unless they're Ferragamos or fucking Gucci's, that's why you're there. 
but we try to bring in, uh, you know, a secondary. Not to call it a basic version, but everybody that makes high-end shit makes something that's affordable. more affordable. You know what I mean? Eventually, you can grow to the old in suspension kit. You can buy it later. You know, so the specialty is we sell Italian motorcycles for sure. You know, we have some pretty nice products as well. We don't know how long that shit will last, though. But at the end of the day, the specialty is all service. We don't really care if it's Italian or Japanese, Hungarian, Russian. We don't care. If you're willing to invest in your product, we're going to invest our time to figure out why and how. Or most of the time, it's all general, easy service, man. All right, George. So tell us how COVID has affected your business, man. Like, what have you had to do to, to adapt and change, um, you know, according to the environment? It's a little harder to deal and easy at the same time because the key is I want this helmet in this size. I want this bike in this color and this CC. Do you got it? Yeah. Done. Can I EMT you the money? Done. Can you email me the contract right now so I can sign this shit and get this? Get me out of here, George. Get me out of here. So we sat back, me and my boys, and we're like, I told you that we're therapists too, in a sense. It's kind of shitty that they let us stay open because I want to be close too, like all of you. I want to stay home too and play in my backyard. You know what I mean? But instead, the opposite's happening, dude. Yeah. People are like, hey, uh, can I get my tires changed? Uh, I'm going to go for a ride for a week by myself somewhere. I need my, I need my, so I've been listening. I need, I need, I need, I need my bike. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, this is like a shocking event, you know? It's Corona lockdown, they call it. But I got to tell you guys, motorcyclists, on my phone and on the shop lines. Where's my bike, George? Can you get me one right now? Well, look at my showroom, for instance. You know, I've been here since 2010, right? In a little city, Concord, just a skip away from Toronto, actually, for real. So a motorcycle is an essential tool of what? It might be a, a, a therapy. It's therapeutic to get your ba 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 On the nice day we just had in beginning of May maybe yeah, one day that we all got sunburned if you were like pure pretty caker or northern Italian deal kind eh? you're done you, you got a bit red bro I'm telling you you know what I'm saying see so that was the day where if I sat back in my backyard you could hear up close even in my trail that sits behind my backyard everywhere and not even like, sorry, there's a horse coming, I should shut off my bike. Like, I'm on it. They're so, they're so pent up that I'm telling you, their bike could blow up on the side of the road and you drove by with a Kijiji, they're taking that bike right now, put my plate on there, I gotta go. You know, they need their motorcycle. It's nice to go for a ride with my friends at a hockey stick apart. So basically, if you guys wanna find us or look out for us, you definitely find us on Instagram, you know, of course, Mechanica. Facebook, I guess, is still around there for my guys. You can find us there. Um, or you can just go to our website, www.coursemechanic.com. You can call us, 905-760-9933. But, you know, be a little patient because I only got three lines and they ring like fucking crazy. You know what I mean? You see people at the glass door waving at you. Hey, I'm here. No, so is everybody else holding a fucking phone next to you. And get a hockey stick apart, man. You know what I mean? We're going to get a fine. Anyways, anything you need, just call us. Course of Mechanica, man. Dude, what a fucking personality. Like, that guy <laughs> is nuts, man. I love him. Yo, Joe, you got to play that clip where he talks about some kid riding his 50 oh my from God. Toronto to Montreal and then blowing up. Hit it, okay. hit it for the listeners. Okay, take a listen to this. It's going to blow up. Yeah. Oh, how could they build that shit, bro? Really? Because the two million people that own your bike in Europe are having a good time. Yeah, they're fine. 
because they're here and they're on the phone too hey I'm coming home by it's going to be a half an hour my bike is shit bro no dude you're a tool and the tool you're riding is not the right tool you should be having that's all it is that's it don't blame a manufacturer that tries their best and is very passionate about biking most of these guys are real bikers you know, they, they bought the, the company because it's a beautiful motorcycle. Yeah. It's engineered well, right? Anything else? No, we're good. That's it? I can go home? <laughs> yeah. Bro. George, man. We, we love you, George. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. You're a beauty, George. Thank you, George. Yeah, big shout out to George. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time to sit down with us and uh, and uh, take the interview. Uh, so the thanks sh- for the coffee too, bro. Yeah, Fuck, the- man. <laughs> hospitality. This guy knows how to host, huh? Yeah, this guy was uh, a one class A dude. Uh, definitely check out uh, Course and Mechanica. Yeah, so huge, huge shout out to everybody we interviewed. Really appreciate it. The support. It's kind of a dope that you know we're we're at this we're at this stage where we were able to kind of approach these guys they were super receptive nah, just think of that man yeah like yeah. we're they're so receptive to us and it, i just i think it's just super badass that we have those types of companies and those types of people in the community i mean alex go ahead man um, the community is tighter than we think it is too that's the crazy part is like yeah you walk into a shop like like we did with matt and it's like you know, you find out that Matt's connected to George somehow, and he knows this guy and that guy, and then the next thing you know, it's like you're talking about your buddies, you're, you know, the guys you went to high school with and stuff. It's like the community just comes together. Dude, you know? just like the back in the day, the street racers that we were like yeah, all connected sick, with and man. shit. Like, yeah. it was just so badass. Like, yeah. um, and then, yeah, like Alan being super receptive and like welcoming us to his new shop. Um, I know Pat might have got some electrical work out of it. Yeah, um, we're going to remove Alan's shorts for him. <laughs> electrical <laughs> shorts, guys. Oh, electrical oh, shorts. Okay. Fucking okay. keep your heads under the gun, all right? Okay, guys, so let's let's talk about this experience at Speed Lab because I feel like that was probably the, the one experience that kind of stood out in our mind. Yeah. And I know you, Alex, you, you benefited from Dude. it directly because of the Jixer. Man, but. what a fucking experience. Like, I know I know, Pat's pissed off he didn't make it out there. Obviously, <laughs> the rest of us are fired up. We got to be there for it. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but, Pat. Dude, what a... F- oh, my. That's Ooh, number cheers, three. Cheers, boys. <laughs> That's number three. If anyone's listening, it's the nighttime. Every time you hear a beer crack, you gotta drink a beer yourselves. Yeah, yeah if yeah. you're keeping up with us, you're Keep gonna be pissed <laughs> drunk by the end of this. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Speed Lab, Alex. Dude, man, I'm telling you. So, I'm super happy that we were able to do this. Obviously, you know the Jixer needed needed some tuning. This bike has been through some shit, man. Yeah. Like it's a it's a fucking wreck. So, uh, did a whole bunch of work on it. Got it prepped for this. Came came here to uh, on uh, what day did we go? We went on. Uh, Thursday, right? And Thursday, your yeah. boy. Dude, okay, yo. <laughs> your fucking So, here, I'll set it up, I'll set it up, I'll set it up. So, my buddy had an S1000 uh, that he was, like, super fired up to ride this year. Insurance ended up fucking him over, and so we said, you know what, let's run 600s for fun, because cheaper to run and cheaper insurance-wise. And we had, a, we had a bet. We're like, okay, we'll get our own 600s, we'll put them on the dyno, we'll see which one makes more power. And my buddy was messing around with me, and he was saying, bro, he goes, if your bike makes more power than mine, I'm going to sell my bike. So I came into this, I was like, yo, this thing's going to make 110 horsepower, no problem, I know it. Mine fucking flatlined at 101, bro. Yeah, but 101, you polished that turd pretty the, nicely. Though. Yeah, Dude, okay. he did the first pull and I looked down and I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, damn, man, 101. But that, then again, I mean, the bike 
it had it had some some things. So yeah. we worked it out, and then I think we got it. We finished at one oh six. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, that's not it's bad. Pretty respectable. One oh six is not bad. Solid I mean, game. yo, Matt had to do. I mean, and Justin, they had to do a lot of work to help that bike out. So like, it, and I rode it afterwards, and obviously it's a fucking rocket ship now. So I love it. It's great. Yeah. But rocket ship compared to the big poop that your buddy took on every single yeah, okay, <laughs> run yeah. that your bike did. Right? So okay, so then we go get my buddy's bike, we pick it up and bring it back. You know, it's an 08 R6. He picked it up off Kijiji, uh shipped it down from like Thunder Bay or some shit. Yeah. Uh, bought it sight unseen. Sight unseen, got it shipped. Uh we bring it into to tune it, and this thing, it ran like a fucking 111. So baseline to, to baseline, baseline to open. And yeah. we're just like, no fucking way. So if anyone out there thinks they've got a Jixer that can uh, redeem themselves <laughs> and put up anything yeah, let me better know. than a 111, yeah, let hit me us know. up. Come, come hit up Speedlab. Yeah, let me know. I need your VIN number. <laughs> so this thing gets put on the dyno, and we do a couple pulls, and out of nowhere, we do one pull, and we look down, and the computer starts reading 120, and we're like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah. It's not like, how we. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> the, the, you know, the, the back wheel jumped off the drum. We're like, yeah, of course, right? Makes sense. And then the bike did what? A one... One seventeen. One seventeen. 17. And yeah. we're like, okay, this is not... Like, something's fucked up here. And yeah. Matt starts looking at the... Like, under the, the motor, ferry. Yeah. Starts looking at the motor. Yeah. And what did he... He, he finds out that the there's... The heads were redone. So he yeah. founds a, yeah. finds a, a stamping mark on the head, which yeah. is usually found from an aftermarket yeah. head. And, yeah. and So long story short, we call your... You called yeah. your boy and you're like... Yeah. Uh, your motor's built, bro. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. get, don't get, get too fired up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bullshit, man. But whatever, he beat me. Yeah, so. no, he lucked out though. That, yeah, that's yeah. fucking sick. That's sick that bike deal. boogies. Yeah, so. dude. Sick but what we deal. should uh, give insight to the listeners is that yeah, it's cool for the number stuff. But what Speed Lab does to separate oh, themselves dude. from other tuners in the industry is that yeah, the number chasing is is great. And if you're looking for that, you know, you can go to other places. But mm-hmm. what they do is they change the entire rideability of your bike. Exactly. And Alex can you you rode it so you notice the huge difference. Insane. And, and and that's what they do there. And that's why he's excelled. Yeah. And that's why he's made it through this time. Yeah. And sure. and that's why he continues to excel. And yeah. you know what? That's probably why he has a huge Harley following because yeah. a lot of those guys are about drivability and rideability. You yeah. know, the numbers game is not that important to them. Yeah. And you know, everybody's got an ego to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, your ass is on that seat and yeah. you're got to be comfortable whether you're going fast or slow. Yeah. So I think they do an amazing, amazing job. Yeah, I agree. That. Completely agree with you, man. And then definitely like, Big shout out to Fast Mask for hooking us up with a fresh set of gloves for our recent Bro. contest that we just launched. Contest, contest, yeah. contest. Contest alert. <laughs> um, we launched a contest with Fast Mask for a fresh pair of gloves. Um, you know, you can pick any pair of gloves you want off their website. Um, check our Instagram for contest rules, how to enter. Um, and make sure you're following obviously fast mask and the life behind bars podcast. Um, and then guys, like it's just super fucking sick that we've kind of, you know, finally got this off the ground, secured the four man team, you know, got this far. Yeah. Like I'm just pumped that like the support has been, you know, pretty overwhelming from everybody and just super thankful for everyone that's taken the time to, to listen and, and, and support us. Um, it's huge. I think this is a big thing for the bike community and and hopefully ends up taking off um this summer yeah and for our continued and new listeners like if you guys want any change in content or you know you guys have suggestions for us 
don't be afraid Bro, hit to us hit us up, up you know yeah. we, we yeah. we're very we're on instagram you know we got emails and stuff like that so you know what i mean don't be afraid to, to shoot us some suggestions pat, because we're open pat to never it. gets any dms so it would help to, <laughs> to you know just you know boost his confidence level and <laughs> us, us as a team we can really use your support but me personally i mean i'm really counting on you guys to come through so hey hit me up hey pat's a pretty cool guy ladies just, 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 yo yo so just so you guys know i just got a text right now from my boy and uh he asked me yo shout out to damien what's up buddy he says which harley would you guys suggest uh to pick up he's uh, uh new to the harley scene but he really wants to get into it sick and uh, yeah, he was asking us for some feedback. Look, that's a huge question. Man. How much does he want to spend? <laughs> yeah. dude, dude, oh, I mean, this is like the same man. question Chin was asking. Yeah. Himself, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are asking us these questions these days. Yeah, it's happening, man. Yeah. Well, um, guys, what do you think? Dude, you know what I'm going to say. No, yeah. like straight up bullshit aside, Dinah all day, every day. Yeah, I'm with Joe. He's, on that but one. here's the thing he, he, he has to go brand new. It's got to be brand new. Why is that? It has to be brand new. Because he, no, he wants to find no, it. It's no, got to no, be brand new. Yep. Gotta be a brand new bike. You Must be what? nice. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. You know Has what, to though? be a Come brand new bike. Here you go, man. Uh, brand new bike. Fuck. I don't know. Off the top of my head, uh, Road Glide. Yeah, Road CBO Glide. CBO Road Glide. Road Glide? If you yeah. got 50 Gs to drop, then yeah. <laughs> no, CBO. No. CBO's yeah, the okay. way to go, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're going to spend, yeah, 50 Gs plus, CBO Road Glide, 100%. Uh, 103, 117. Yeah, I mean, it, it all really depends on what he's trying to do with the bike. I mean, Joe and I just picked up some Dynas, and we've already realized uh, uh, some of the limits with these bikes. I mean, we, we now kind of understand the, the whole full fairing thing with the with the road glides and the street glides. Yeah, like, honestly, 88, you know, with an 88 motor at 120, 130 kilometers an hour, you're cooking, like... You're maxed out, buddy. Three, no, you're not maxed out. You're cooking, like, 3,000 RPMs, which is, like, you know... You're not gonna. It's not fun to know that you're beating the well, fuck out of yeah, your bike. Well, it, when goes, it goes back to kind of what Chin was saying about rideability, right? Like the you, you can say you can ride your Dyna at 130 on the highway, but are you having fun at that point? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I I feel like it, it. It it's it all comes down to personal preference, and for a realistic budget, like Alex, your bike Dude, is just thank you. You know, and it's not just because you own it, it's and it's not because I rode it, yeah. but for a realistic budget, Alex, and, what do you ride? For all of yeah, let's uh, 2019 uh, Harley Softail Street Bob FXBB. Yeah, FX. Listen, out of the box, it's a it's a it's a sick bike. Out of the box, um, with this like just a stage one, it's insane how much difference it is. It, it's a crazy a crazy bike. And these newer Harleys are so smooth. They are like they very are. very smooth. smooth. They really you know, are. They, they really were engineered like properly. Yeah. And it's just, it almost it's almost like unsettling having ridden a, a twin cam now for a little bit. Getting on that FXBB. I, I'm just not used to it. I'm expecting this thing to chug and rug and, yeah. and be Dude. off time. And, and it's just not. Up. Yeah. Quickly, on the other side of things, we were at Matt's. We were talking about S1Ks. Yeah. We were talking about ZX10s. Yeah. Sport bike. Yeah, I know. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> you know where, you know where my you, head's it, at. <laughs> yeah, I know where your head's at. I, I know where my head's at. I, I, like, I, he had one sitting on the showroom floor and I almost fucking shit. So that's the ZX10 1000? Or the ZX10? The Duke. Oh, the Duke. Oh, oh the Hypermotor. Yeah. Hypermotor. Really? Yeah, dude, that scene of Tom Cruise? Yeah, Mission yeah, Impossible? yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like, like, what the, the fuck? That's like the, the biggest hooligan bike of, in the world. Wait, like, you're talking about Tom Cruise. Bro, if you're doing that, you have to get a drone pilot, for real. 
You're no, talking... if we get one of those, you need to get a bunch of money for my bail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys are talking Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. I'm talking Tom Cruise in the new Top Gun when he's on that fucking H2. H2, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the shit I'm talking about. Oh, I haven't oh, even seen that. that that's well, Mac Daddy. Yet, but I saw the trailer. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. If you're saying like sport bike though, like okay, you got it, you got like what's the purpose? Because if you're gonna say to me, you're you got to buy something that's like just like straight line, you're gonna bomb it all the time. Shredding the H- 400 series highways H- is the purpose. H2, H2, I'll take. Yeah. H2 all fucking day. I'd love to ride the shit out of that thing, man. Are you kidding me? Are you yeah, fucking kidding me, so bro? Lucky. You can click six gear and grab like 400 clicks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you're on an R, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, I would fucking, I would, I would, I would do that bike up and I would beat the shit out of it. Yeah. 407 runs all day. The, the hyper motard, if you live in, in the city and you like to jump curbs and hit yeah, alleyways and like, that's oh the bike to have God, because dude. it's just, it's savage. It's complete it's savage. The most savage. And you don't see that many of them on the road. Road, right like we no. go to these meets all the time how often do you see the hyper motards that's the first one i've seen in toronto yeah straight yeah. up really i haven't i know gen, like i have not seen one yeah, i know so i know i, I know one other so person like, and i've ridden it and it was just like they're a little bit finicky because it's a ducati so you yeah. know you got to know your way around it like matt said but at the end of the day the thing is a big crazy dirt bike yeah, yeah. and it's like it'll yeah. scare the shit out of you just the same as any 1000 i think yeah. right so my buddy I'm brian sure. has one i rode it too i actually did the day that I bought my FZ09, I rode a 749 Ducati. I read, I rode that the same bike that that Matt has in the shop. Yeah. And then I rode a Monoguzzi uh, Norgay, and I ended up buying an FZ09. But if I could go back, I would have bought the Ducati. Yeah. So we kind of got a little off track there, but uh, I think uh, maybe for the next episode we should include a little shop talk. Um, Bro, the new section in the, in the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Should we include this shop talk steady on these episodes? Yeah. Really like, good, please comment. Um, and leave suggestions if you want to hear content that we've left out or something you want to hear in future episodes. You know, the more feedback that we get from you guys, um, you know, the better, the more we can uh, please everybody. So, um, big shout out to our sponsors. Uh, um, Original Garage Moto, uh, aftermarket Harley parts uh, based out of Montreal. Fast Mask. Alan! Stay cool, stay dry, stay protected. That's not Alan, that's safe. And Nilbury and Goose, always holding it down with the graphics and the design work. Thank you so much. And thanks again, all you listeners out there. Tune in to the next episode of the Life Behind Bars podcast. Peace out. Peace. Peace.